0: Hey everybody, Economic Ninja here. Oh, yep, this thing on? Just checking. So I wanted to do a video about supply chain, actually, and something uh, that a subscriber sent me, Andrew, and I wanted to share it because I think it's very important because it's, again, out-of-the-box thinking. No pun intended. You'll find out soon. Um, in in how we go about navigating through this economy, all right? Sorry about the shadows. The sun's coming up and just too cold. That's actually not that cold, I just wanted a reason to do a car video because it's like, I'm right there with you. You're right with the Ninja. Let's just just, just take a second to just have a sip of coffee. Yeah. And since my mic is like right there, you probably heard it going right down. All right, here we go, guys. Um, We're talking supply chain, okay? This is from Andrew. A bit of information on one of your old topics. I have a company that manufactures boxes like cosmetics, vitamin, food, et cetera. 50% of the raw materials used to come from that are used come from overseas, China, Korea, etc. Now, with the freight rates on containers and supply chain issue from our outsourced nation, the domestic suppliers of raw materials, mainly paper, are trying to make up that lost supply. All of the printers and box manufacturers are on allocation. So the first seven to 10 days of the month, we can get paper. And the rest of the month, we scrounge to keep the prices, or I'm sorry, the presses running and people at work. Domestic paperboard costs up to 35% this year. And import paper, if you can find it, is up 40%. Troubling to say the least. Consumer demand is huge, but I feel after we are Through Christmas, we will have even more issues. The paper manufacturers say to expect this shortage to be here for six to nine months. Some companies will not make it. Hope that bit of knowledge adds to your insight. So, thinking about this, they're already being told... Obviously, allocation's rough for a company because you can only get so much... And you have this much business. And that's one thing that we've talked about before is that it's one thing to be able to make sales and and people want your product. You've, You've done your marketing, you've built your product and people want it to even contemplate. And I'm sure so many companies never thought this would be possible that you can't get that amazing product that you built, that you marketed into the stores and into a consumer's hand because... You can't get the packaging. To even think about, and and it's one thing to say, yeah, um, we've gone through this before where plastic was delayed, you know, let's say a long, long time ago, and and we just changed it up. The problem is there's so many shortages and so many materials because of our dependence overseas. And regardless where you live, this is going to be an issue. Because we have outsourced, every country has outsourced certain things. Man, it is getting bright. And there's going to be those issues, those supply chain issues, even in a good market. Because what's to say that even in a great market where everyone's making money and selling things, that another country comes out and uh, has all of a sudden all this newfound wealth or money and they, they start buying up certain things and taking those, you know, taking the demand is so you know huge for one country that other countries are left behind because... This other country could even pay more. You know, the prices rise. My point being is this. Everything with the supply chain right now is is faltering. And it's not going to end anytime soon. There's positives, though. Remember how I've talked about all of those shipping containers that are full right now on the ships right off the port of L.A.? There's going to be a point where they get unloaded. And there's going to be a glut of, of, of supply. Remember, stores don't have back rooms. We're literally seeing companies that are buying up little properties, lots, just to store all of these um, shipping containers because they, they, they're they going to try and do something. They're going to try and slowly get that stuff into the market because they know that if they fill up their stores and they start lowering prices, it's a self-fulfilling prophecy. Prices are going to collapse because there's so much supply. And so you're going to start seeing these pop-up lots where companies like Walmart will just store tons and tons, hundreds of shipping containers because they, they can't dump that into the stores. There's literally nowhere to put it. So there's opportunity there, but then also you have to remember, see these companies, they need to do business. And as inflate, think about this as inflation rises and affects the consumer, they're going to sell, uh, they're going to buy less goods because they can't afford it. And so These companies are it's sort of a catch-22. They're they're stuck between a rock and a hard place. Hey, we want to slow roll this, all this inventory. But the problem is if we do it too slowly, these people might get caught. Man, it's getting bright. Sorry. These people might get caught up in their inflation wave and stop buying things. So we've got to at least kick it out fast enough to be able to sell it. So I thought it was really interesting, and I want to thank Andrew for that comment because it's good to hear, you know, boots on the ground stories and they're having obviously a hard time getting their packaging and it is a very very real scenario and we have to be ready for it so hope you guys got something from this i feel like Zorro with this little shadow right here Zorro is out